Hey guys, what's going on? It's your host, your boy, George McKay. And as always, I'm back. But this time, I'm back with the returning, the fantastic, the amazing, my favorite tag team, those East Coast Slappers, Sabotage. Thanks, man. Thanks for that. that was... Good intro, right? Oh, wait, this is the wrong interview. Yeah, wrong. <laughs> Sorry, we're doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, everybody gets, mini host gets all the PG, I get all the rated R stuff. Fuck yeah. See? That's what happens. All right, guys, so let's talk about everything that's gone down. Pandemic, we didn't see you for a while. You're coming back. Now you're back in the Destiny rink. Yeah. You're going for those tag straps, which we kind of knew the tag division was starting, but amongst the transition of ownerships, now the tag tournament is official due to the fact that Fight or Flight, which I know is a team you wanted to get your hands on, they got the, stra they got the straps taken away. So now you're in this tournament. You got teams like Airstrike. You got teams like TNT. You got teams like KPK, Dynasty, up-and-coming teams. They're all gunning for the same thing you are. How do you prepare for a tournament like this where you don't know who your next opponent's going to be? They ain't sabotage. Yeah, we don't have to prepare for it. We're ready for it, always. Doesn't matter, it doesn't matter which situation you put us in. We are ready for tag team wrestling at all times. Overcome. It's become like a... Uh, Is it your mantra? Adapt between, and overcome? Pretty much between the two of us because the amount of times that we've either had to work the same people or... Uh, so you're always just pulling out, uh, new stuff out of the bag, even with, with, if it's with the same teams over and over. You have to. You, they're going to know your place. You have to keep switching your stuff up. So adapt and overcome always. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Now, with the fact that the Maritimes, you guys have been all over the East Coast, you're now coming into Central Ontario, and I'm sure the West Coast is on your mind as well, but also getting more so stateside. Yeah. Is there any team stateside? I mean, obviously, I know personally, I, I think you also said it with the mini host. I know FTR is on your mind. And hell yeah, that would be a banger. That would just be dangerous. We're talking, you know, boots to asses, fist to face, chest, uh, you know, hands to chest, all kind of stuff. Just you, The four of you would probably put each other in the hospital, very, given the, uh, the opportunity. Very sore afterwards. Very sore for a few days. A few weeks, probably. I need a bubble bath. With Epsom salts? We need, we need a few uh, shots of tequila with those boys, for sure. <laughs> I like that. I like that. And obviously, I, I'm, I'm assuming that uh, Sade would be playing for the bubble bath as well, right? Sade? Sade, you know, Sade or Shady, whatever the fucking that singer is. Sade? <laughs> no? I listen to Merle Haggard, son. Merle Haggard? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, bath, bath bombs and nonsense aside, yeah, FTR Shade. being on your mind, but what about the indie scene? Like, anybody that's out there right now that you got your hands on, I mean, I, I'm hoping, I am hoping that you guys versus TNT will be something to be remembered, which I know it will be. But once we get past TNT... Who else on the indies do you have your bullseye on? Well, honestly, Fighter Flight was one of them. You know what I mean? So hopefully at some point we can't cross paths with them because we respect them. They're amazing in the ring. Um, and we've seen them. We've been on shows with them, but we've never crossed paths. And uh, I think it's time in 2023 that it happens because, like I said, that we respect the hell out of both of those guys. And, uh, yeah, we'd love to get in the ring with them. And, uh, yeah. Well, oh, but see, but see, we are getting TDT at the end of March in the Maritimes. Mm -hmm. So uh, after seven long years of wanting that match, seven years, seven years of and wanting that match. Uh, so we've touched in uh, six man yeah. for uh, Greek Town and a triple threat tag, tornado tag for Smash. Mm -hmm. So we've never had a normal just two on two tag match, and that's what we want with them. At the beginning of our careers, uh, we were told we weren't ready for them, and maybe we weren't. Our egos were, but uh, we, they probably would have got smashed, probably. I mean, our egos, not them. And uh, now we're at a point where we're begging for it. 
Now it's now now you, now you know you're ready. Yep. Okay. It's not a question so much of if it's now just when and yep. when is literally at the end of March. March 31st. March for Northboro. Northboro. I love it. Now let's talk about this tag team wrestling. A lot of times. Teams stay together for the long haul, but they're looped into that tag team bubble. Sometimes they're given a singles run if one of, one of the uh, partners gets hurt or injured, or there's a storyline switch that happens. But what about the simple fact of the extracurriculars of possibly tag team wrestling in terms of letting the tag team wrestlers do some things that singles wrestlers can do, i.e. a tag team Ironman match or a tag team uh, match where you really could show off your wrestling ability as a cohesive unit. Yeah. Uh, so we, I, we begged promoters in the East Coast to let us do a double dog collar match for uh, years. Uh, and we were always told, no, it would never be able to work. Now, the two greatest tag teams in the world pulled it off and made it work amazingly. And I sent messages to those promoters saying, see, it can work. Not saying that we would have been able to do on their level what they did, but it is possible. So anything like that, we'd love to do like a tag team gauntlet match or like an Iron Man match. Like Iron Man match would be tag sick. Iron Man match. I mean, Never even fun, thought about it that. Would be, it would be, it would hit that, so different. Oh, well, it would hit so different. Well, we're bringing that to some promoters now too, because that is a sick idea. Like, that's a way to kind of complete a story if you look at it. I yeah. think a tag, that's a, that's a best of three. Yeah. Every team gets a win and then you finish it off. Well, you know what? You guys can hang, we can hang. Let's see who can hang after 60 minutes. Yeah, I think that's insane. That'd be fun. Oh, so good. So, I mean, but do you hey, think... Dan, you want to jump in in this one? Or yeah, you, yeah. Get in the way? <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys think that tag team wrestling doesn't get its own chance to shine in certain aspects where it absolutely can? Like even an all tag team match card. Like just an entire... Like we're doing a tag team tournament today, but it's being split up in sections. But what if we were to have a straight tag team card? I'm trying to make that happen in the Maritimes in the See? next two years. It's been in the. It's been in the, in the so in I'm the not the only one. I'm not the only no, one thinking no, out there. No, okay. No, it's 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 been in the oven for a while, and it's just finding whoever wants to sink their teeth into it to actually like do the whole. Thing. Well, you need a voice for that. I'm in. No. I have no problem driving. Yeah. I'll drive to the. I'll fly the Maritimes. Do whatever yeah, I have to do. Yeah. Well, there you. Oh, no, look at that. Been, I'm touched. We've been begging promoters that for a couple of years, and once again, we're getting the same uh, response. Oh, it's not possible. Or like, of course, it's expensive for sure. Having an all tag team card. Uh, but you do it like King of the Ring style. Mm -hmm. I mean, Even a tag team King of the Ring would be phenomenal. That's what, so that's what we're trying to make happen in the Maritimes in the next two that. years. I love that. Might be, it might be for the show that we're going to try to present for mine and Emily's wedding. We're going to have a show that for that. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Now you guys, you guys are a cohesive unit in terms of you got Emily, but you also have everyone in the Maritimes. You guys are like a close-knit family. We sat down with Dylan Davis. He's a phenomenal talent. But he took the plunge and he moved over here to Ontario where there's a lot more exposure. Yeah. Have you guys ever had conversations of the possible relocating, which I know is scary when the East Coast is all you've ever really known on a full-time basis. Have you talked about possibly relocating to where you get a chance to face some of these dream teams that you've never had the ability to face before? Before the pandemic, uh, we were very close to packing up all of our stuff and moving up this way. Uh, the pandemic made us uh, see a lot of things in different lights. And uh, so for the time being, we're comfortable staying in the Maritimes. We're quite busy this year. Uh, in the future, if the opportunities present themselves and certain companies want to bring us in and put contracts in our hands or anything like that, then it'd be definitely talked about. But for the time being, we love the Maritimes and uh, they seem to like us, so. Well, who doesn't like you guys? And who doesn't like the Maritimes? I mean, God, Classified, one of the best rappers of all time, made a song called The Maritimes, which was a banger, yep. okay? <laughs> kitchen parties, come on. Who doesn't love a kitchen party? Exactly. I know what a kitchen party is, and I'm not even from the East Coast. <laughs> okay, let's talk about that for a second. East Coast kitchen parties. Oh, God. 
what's the biggest rager that you two have ever been to? I'm gonna feel this question to you oh, first. Man. What's the biggest kitchen party rager? Because I know those parties can get insane. I won't stretch it out too long, but it got to the point where they just tore off the fridge so they didn't have to open it to get to the beer. Buddy's dad was pissed. <laughs> I believe that. I come home. What the fuck happened to my fridge? Was it a nice fridge too? Kenmore or something. I don't know. That's Whirlpool a, Kenmore, maybe, Whirlpool right? is a fancy fridge. But the door had the ice maker, so it was like oh, orange no, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, no, that's next level. Yeah. yeah, that's next level. And you were you at the same kitchen no, rager? No, I was not. Uh, wow, <laughs> uh, I've been at a crazy parties like in high school. I remember like idiots like just morons taking people's like steaks out of the freezer and hiding them all around the house so they thaw out and like it wasn't a cool move at all i didn't do any of that like we would find the steaks and put them back yeah. as long as they weren't like thought out we were at a party one time you were the were you at the same party but you took no, the steaks out no, no. <laughs> did i just uncover the I mystery from land he was oh, take steaks they were already on the barbecue and we took the whole barbecue with the steaks but they were the neighbors so the neighbor like went inside to like get tongs or something and he left his barbecue like going with the steaks you just on. picked up the whole damn we barbecue went over it and oh, two of us no. grabbed Side and walked out of the stakes. This is legend. This is legendary. I love this. I love this. I mean, we're past a lot of the statute of limitations, I guess. No, 100% you are. Statue of limitations runs out, especially in Grand Theft Barbecue. The statue of limitations <laughs> runs, runs out very quickly. Runs out very quickly. Now, let's talk about where I, I believe I think you guys can shine. I'm, I'm sure you guys watch MLW or you have watched the MLW product. Now, the MLW product has one thing that they sorely need to work on, which is a definitive tag team division. They brought teams in. They did have a couple staples, but now those staples contracts ran out. Wrestlers moved on. Teams parted ways, so forth and so on. I think Sabotage works in well in MLW because I think you guys could bring something different to that, which is cohesive consistency. If that makes sense, I think that I think that Court Bauer needs to get more eyes on what's here in Canada, and I also think you guys would be phenomenal in that Impact Tag Division. I mean, let's be honest; I could see you guys running the North for that that all-time record, 150 percent. We would love to. Oh, who would love to? We would absolutely love to. Well, Impact is Canada's promotion. I mean, yeah. I, they, they have the they have the strongest Canadian roster, yeah. other than I would say WWE, which has the roster split up very much. Yeah. No, I, I. We would love to like. Oh man, just to be able to step in that impact ring and work anybody on that division would be an amazing feat and like an, just an amazing opportunity. And uh, we definitely wouldn't uh, mess up that opportunity, that's for sure. Adapt and overcome situation, you know. I love that. You guys got to put that on the shirt, by the way. Sabotage, adapt and overcome. Well, there you go. All I ask is a free one because I think I came up with the idea. This guy, this guy right here. 10, 10, right? 10, hey, listen, you guys did send me one over the pandemic. I support it. You know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And he said, you know what? Just, you know, the shipping was a little bit more than I expected. He hit me up the next time. And we hadn't seen each other in a year. And I last Destiny show you were here, I came up and I handed you that extra five bucks. And you're like, what's this for? Yeah. I'm like, I made a promise and I always keep my promises. See that? That's how we roll. But let's talk about, so we talked about the impact division. You said you'd love to work anybody in there. But what do you think about the MLW division? A chance, a fact that the MLW division could use a consistent tag team to really elevate. Um, yeah, I mean... It, any, any promotion, I think, needs a solid tag team division, something that's very interchangeable. But what with actual tag teams, not just like two random people thrown together just for the sake of having right, a tag exactly. team. Match, right, exactly. Which is not a I mean, other than Zaro and Sheamus, when the bar became one well, of the best, that's, again, that's different. Exactly. But you need those, those, those like you said, those cohesive fluid units that, that, like, there's times we don't even have to, like, to say anything to each other. We'll look at each other, and it's just we know where we're going next, what, what needs to be done, what has to be said, whatever it may be. Um, there's teams out there that are exactly like that and have their own formulas that they use uh, for success. And, and to have all of those in a place like MLW, I think would just rocket strap that place. You know what I mean? Because 
Singles wrestling is great, but tag's just better. Tag is better. It hits different. And I've, I've always been a tag team guy. Yeah. I always have been. What like, were you going to say? No, it's because like right now, uh, in certain promotions, we're doing singles matches. And you hate it, right? Uh, yes and no. I mean, it's enjoyable, but at the same time, it's you miss your brother. Oh, always, it, looking he, always looking for a tag. Right. Always looking, always not there. Shit. Okay, fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So like, and they're fun because we get to learn new things and try new things and stuff like that. But it's the second that we break that curtain together, there's no thinking. There's no, like we talk to each other, but there's no thinking. There's no, we just know where each other's going to be at a exactly each it's moment. That, it's, that brother, it's that brotherhood bond that almost really like a marriage because you're other than your significant other, you're running the road with this person yeah. and this person more than anybody else. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's been times that we've had arguments like a relationship for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but you know what? It's, it's when you get past those arguments yeah. or when you work through those arguments that you find that bond gets even tighter. Now, MLW, they love to do every team has their own match. The Von Erics had a bunkhouse brawl okay. uh, or a Texas, uh, Texas bunkhouse yes. street yeah. fight. Yes. Now, what would be Sabotage's match? If you were in MLW and you were defending those MLW straps, would you have, and I think this would be a great match, just work with me on this, okay? The Maritime Kitchen Street Fight. Let's go. We're talking everything, bro. We're talking the fridge door. We're talking the sink. We're talking it all. We're talking that barbecue that was stolen. We're talking the whole thing. Well, I better have like acoustic guitars to fucking bust fucking right you do a violin a mandolin set of bongos couple spatulas newbie steak a whole log oh that would that's that's what a whole log of baloney's got to be what 10 pounds a whole log of baloney like crack and tax or something with the wax with the mustard like all badass be like sabotage sanctuary match and like now and it's like okay we gotta have a maritime kitchen maritime kitchen party match and then you know what the whole at the end of the match instead of your music hitting classifieds just welcome to the maritime hits and you're like yes i'm all about this well you got the connections to mlw i do listen core power listen i have listen every single time me and my co-host uncle Bobby B, who will be here later, uh, we talk about what MLW sorely misses all the time. Listen, we love the product, yeah. but we're also straight shooters, and we have no problem saying things hit different. Now, ever since they've been on reels, the production value has kicked up. The storylines have kicked up. But Court Bauer is the mad genius of pro wrestling when it comes to the fact that Court Bauer's stories, even though they're old school, he finds a way to twist that knob so it's a little bit different. Old school is the best. Old school will always work. There's a reason that it worked back then, and the reason that you have to obviously update it a little bit, but like... It, it's yeah, just modify a bit, but that's why it always Adapt works. And overcome. That <laughs> this guy, this guy is just gonna get those shirts pushed for us. I love it. So, what's the one thing that Sabotage does when they wind down? Because I also know you guys now. You moved recently, didn't you? Um, well, I was. I just took a little sabbatical. I just did three months in New Zealand. Three months in New Zealand. Yeah. That's phenomenal. How was that? Uh, magical it was changed your life a big time yeah okay I'm, perfect i feel new new i like that so you did the you did the three months in new zealand but now you guys are back together like you said you're very busy right now what is the one thing that you think promoters keep booking sabotage for is it the fact that you guys have that consistency where they know exactly what they're going to get from us and it, like we we deliver exactly what the promoters ask for. And we'll go above and beyond what we can, but they know that if they ask us for a specific way or a specific spot or specific anything, that they're gonna get exactly what they asked for. We know, like, and this is, like, I'm, fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go this way. Uh, there's so many people and so many tag teams that don't know how to work the hard cam, that don't sell to the hard cam, they, they think they gotta sell to all the fans. When the product is recorded for TV, you need to work the camera because how are you going to keep the people on camera engaged that entire time? And that's one thing we'll, we'll come from North Pro matches and other matches that are recorded for TV. And we have friends that are there that are fans and they'll come up and they'll be like, you're always working the hard cam. 
you're always working a hard cam. It's like, it sounds pretty basic to me. It does. And like anytime we go to a show, if the if there's like a hard cam setup that's just being recorded for like YouTube or just like content or whatever, I always go to the promoter and be like, okay, where is it? And they, they point it out and I, we go in the locker room and we tell everybody. 90% of the, st- or the roster just don't even care. And it's like that's the one thing. I like to think that we're professionals and I like to think that there's no doubt in our ability to deliver for the fans. I don't disagree with that. What about you? Are you on the same premise that working the hard cam matters? Because I, do you feel that the wrestlers there are working for the quick sale for the t-shirt for the autograph as opposed to working for the fan at home that's going to consistently tune in because they like what they saw? Exactly. It, it, it creates like a, I don't know if it's like a disconnect, but there's like a gap there. So if you just see a guy walking around on a camera who's not looking at the camera, so it's just like, all right, well, I'm just watching like a home movie of like people I can't even, like the connection of looking directly into a camera and someone's watching that, my eyes are connecting with you. So it looks like I'm looking right at whoever's watching this right now. And it's the same thing with wrestling. So you do whatever, boom, something happens. You look directly at that camera and you're like, I did that for you. It, it connects, it has that, that draw that like, oh, that's what got me, you know what I mean? Like watching wrestling and like something would happen, Stone Cold would look right at the camera and just do something to fall backwards. I'm like, he did that for me, man. Yeah. <laughs> we, we had, we, I, we've had production uh, companies message us after shows and go, you guys are so easy to edit. Like you guys are so, there's no issues. We know exactly like we'll hit a move and I will spin over the person's body and pin and stare in the hurricane. Yeah, but that for me is a fan at home that watches the product at home because I can't I can't go to an MLW show here because they don't come to Canada. But I could watch it at home when I do. Like same thing when the, when the guy pops up or does a backflip. Like which HBK used to do the backflip after he, after he hit a move. Yeah. He do the backflip and he look right at the camera and he play at the camera. You thought the only person that mattered was you, yeah. not the a million other people that were watching the same show as you. But Triple H is, or, or HBK is pointing directly at me at George McKay in Brampton, Ontario. That's who he's pointing at. That's who he's pointing at. It's that draw, man, that it just makes it, it, you become a part of that show now. Even though you're thousands of miles away, you're front row, mm-hmm. right? And that's, I, it's just a focus for me that I always just try to pay attention to. Any camera I see, I try to, like, pick one person in the crowd and work to that. But most of the time, like, go for the camera. I like that. I absolutely like that. What is one thing, because you guys have been, like I said, that consistency, that adapting, that overcoming, that evolution, that change. Sabotage can run the gauntlet with all those things in succession. What it is about? What is it about sabotage that makes you two so dangerous? Yes, you have the cohesiveness. Yes, you you have that language where you don't need to speak. You just know. But above all else, what makes you two, in my opinion, one of the best tag teams in the world? Not in Canada, in the fucking world. And that's not because you're sitting here. It's it's the truth. I've seen you guys, and you guys hit different. And I don't I don't want you to I don't want you guys to take that as like shit. Now we got to show and prove. You don't have to. You've already done that. You've already done that. But what makes Sabotage the one team that everyone should be looking out for or everyone should be paying attention to? Um, Our past, what we've gone through, what we've been through. um, Very rough roads at times that we've had to, like, adapt and overcome. We've had to persevere through, and uh, that's what we tap into when we get in the road. That's why we've had people look across from us after, like, come back from matches and look at it, tell us, like, when you looked at us, we were, like, scared. It's like, no, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not tough guys that go around beating the shit out of people or anything like that. But when we have to switch it on, there's no doubt in our minds that we'd be able to take on anybody together. Same. <laughs> I like that. Look, uh, one answer is the one question, and they both agree. I love that. We only we met uh, like I started wrestling eight years ago. Met him a year in. Uh, a guy was renting out a ring for a music video shoot. 
got off work when I was still in the Navy. I still had my like uniform on, drove up to the locker, and there's a couple other guys like, hey, 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 and we shook hands, and it was like, okay. And then fr literally from there on out, it's been every day we've talked. Wow, that's like that's like the coolest fucking origin story ever. <laughs> Fuck Wolverine. That's just that just that got me. That got me here, man. That got me in the feels. No, straight up. No, and every time I think back to it, it's just like I have I have a lot of good friends, um, especially back home in Newfoundland. But and there's like one or two that just click so well, and like we just sit down and not do anything all day. And he, he fit right into that. It was like when my friends from Newfoundland have met him, they go, oh, yeah, we get it. <laughs> we, we, yeah, get we, get it. Like, we get why you guys <laughs> click so much. Like, you know, it's not the fact that we're both 6'2", both over 200 pounds, both like metalheads, like smoking weed. Who doesn't? Oh, man. So it's just so like we just clicked on so many different things. And then we've opened each other's eyes and minds to different avenues as well because we did have a different upbringing. Um, but then it's like it's, we had a different family upbringing, but also a very similar road and like the shit we've gone through. So there was, it was like that's why we click so well in the ring because we, we're the same person. Here's a cool quotable that I love to quote. It's something I've actually quoted my own self, or my wife actually quoted to me in one of those inspirational like reels. She sent it to me because I've gone through a couple of trials and tribulations of myself. I wasn't the person that you know now is not the person you knew say six years ago. Yep. I overcame a lot of who I was, became a better husband and a better father in my opinion when I discovered that I had some stuff to work on in in therapy i had to go to therapy i had to clean my own head i had to do all that and that that's what made me better but this one reel was the one that that kind of made me i guess flip the switch there's bumps in the road there's potholes in the road the road is always under construction you're always under construction if you stop changing evolving repaving relayering whatever you want the road will crumble and all that will be left will be the shell of what once was it's, it's, if you look at it in an in a eclectic sense, if you will, it's very awe-inspiring, but if you look at it for its meat and potatoes, it's very simple. Yeah. Human beings have to evolve. We're yeah. born and bred to evolve. If we don't, we lose something in ourselves. Yeah. Would you say that you stuck your hand up with therapy, and that's great, I'm very open about who I was and who I was, yeah. uh, who I was then and who I am now. Would you say that um, therapy works? 100%, um, I was very fortunate uh, when I got out of the military that, uh, Veterans Affairs covered a lot of my therapy, uh, but I went in hard for two years, uh, every week, every week. Uh, maybe about a year in, they put it to two weeks, and then the last six months I went every like three weeks or whatever. But I went in and I, I sat down and because I've been in therapy before, but I sat down and I I like I seen the papers that she had of like you know what do you see here, what's your thoughts on this? I said I'm not doing no fucking homework. I'm not doing any shit taken home and telling you my feelings or anything like this. These are my issues that I know I'm fucked up on. We got to work on this. And the therapist like put her book down and she said, oh, wow. She's like, I've been waiting for someone like you. And we professionally butted heads a lot. And then finally we got past the barrier. And then she just like shout out to her, man, like changed me like completely, completely. There's a joke now. It's like, you know, we're at shows and if someone's like being an idiot or like pissing somebody off and someone's like, oh, don't, don't bring back four years to go, Justin. Don't, don't bring back, uh, back that guy. You know what I mean? And he'll laugh. He's laughing now, but he like, he, he's the one out of everybody that's dealt with it the most because we're tag partners. <laughs> you, not to get too sentimental or serious, but do you, do you see the difference? Uh, do you yeah. do you see the do you yeah. see the evolutionary points that changed? Do you see when the, the switch proverbially flipped and you saw that okay he's hitting different now, not in a physical sense, but he's hitting different in his life. I did because there was a point where we were living together for a while, and that's just before his therapy and stuff. And then I ended up moving to New Brunswick. He stayed in Halifax, so there was um, it's kind of like 
doing workouts and stuff like that. You don't see the progress in yourself because you see it every day. But when there's that separation, and then I like see him like a couple weeks later, a month later, I can like see just in in his visual, like I can see uh, the calmness in his body and like the re- the direction of like his mind would go when he started to think about something that would m- probably upset him. And you could just see like different wheels turning, like different. He found a different gear pattern, you know what I mean? Instead like the of like are turning, but all of a sudden they're not turning in that once direction here. Yeah. Some of them are going this way, some of them are going that way, and that's not a bad thing. That means they're all going to a different, yeah. they're finding different ways exactly. to maneuver. Yeah, so instead of going from like first gear to six, he was first. Okay, let's see what second's gonna bring. Let's let's go into third. And you know, and, and that's the deconstruction of the situation to figure out how you're gonna manage it up here and, and get through it, like without freaking out or whatever have you, you know what I mean? We all, we all have our, our, our ways of dealing with things, right? But finding that path and and really like uh committing to it you have to want to change and are you are you proud of him beyond proud beyond proud I i'm not trying to i'm not trying to get him to get you to cry but i just want to know there. no yeah so it's, it's it's uh yeah i'm beyond proud because like i wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for him you know i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't be here if it wasn't a lot of stuff that we've gone through and stuff that I don't like to make public but you know it's my personal life and we all have our own things and and I used to be someone that I'm not anymore and and here we are but the progress that I've seen him made and how public he is about it and and uh, it's it's kindled uh, fires under other people to make changes in their lives as well so that's the goal is is to, to make yourself better and to have that chain reaction of just good vibes. You know what I mean? Put that out there. Everyone everyone deserves a smile. I like that. Everyone deserves a smile and that's awesome. And I think that's a great way to end this phenomenal conversation. Gentlemen, before you leave, look into the camera, give everyone that's watching that sabotage energy and tell them that there's only one podcast they should be describing to, and that's Straight Talk Wrestling. On a three, two, one. Eight years in the business, and we have been to a lot of places and had a lot of interviews, but honest to God, there's one person that is genuine and honest with how he asks things, and it's definitely this man that runs Straight Talk. Straight Talk Wrestling brings nothing but the best. He's got some derivatives. He's got a little mini host holding it down over here as well, but questions are, are real. The conversations are real the person who does it is is the realist so it's uh, everybody else stepped your game up i like that and now for a sabo hug oh look at that oh, ah! <laughs> all right guys that's it for this one justin newhook m connors peace love and wrestling the boys at sabotage we'll see you next time ah! Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to tune in next week for another great episode on all available podcast platforms and hosted on Podbean. Also, check us out on YouTube at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And if you feel the need to buy some sweet merch, check us out on ProWrestlingTees.com. Leaving the scene with no trace. None in my lead. You out of place. I'm not at the top. I'm out of space. Can't eat with us. We're out of place. I'm doing fine. I'm feeling great. You're not my fan. You can't relate. Straight talk going state to state.